Welcome to Unlock Your Magic, the podcast all about living authentically and doing life on your own terms. My name is Christine, I'm your host, and I invite you to come on a journey with me to discover what it means to live an authentic life, looking at the messy bits of how to get there, and hopefully picking up some tips and tricks along the way so that you can start living life as your truest self. Welcome back to another episode of Unlock Your Magic. Today's guest is Andrea Moore, who is a mother, a wife, a lomi wahina, which we'll explain later what that is, a facilitator for healing on all different levels, a starseed, a traveler, and generally somebody who enjoys life and sees the positive in it all. And to me, she really is a bridge between different worlds, with her feet firmly planted on this earth, but also able to dive really deep into other dimensions and realms for herself and her clients. So welcome, Andrea. And, you know, I probably should preface that, you know, I like a Facebook memory just popped up that six years we were together in Maui, which is where we, well, we didn't meet there, but like we spend a lot of time in, in Maui together doing our loan training. So um, she's really dear to my heart and I'm really, really happy that she's here. So welcome, Andrea. Thank you. Hi, thanks for having me. And it's so great to reconnect with you after all this time. I mean, we've never really lost contact, but just to do something new together. So I really enjoyed it. Thank you. Yeah. So, you know, and, and there's so much that I want to dive into with you. And I wonder, though, should we kind of start with I, a question that I always kind of start because that's what the podcast is about is authenticity, right? Like, what does authenticity mean to you? And and yeah, just what does it mean to you in this moment in time? What does authenticity mean for you, for me, actually? Well, it, first of all, it just means to be real and human and uh, whatever it is, you know, with all our, whoever we are, with all our emotions and stuff going on and things happening, but also with all the joy and the magic that's happening. Just be authentic and don't hide yourself. Just be who you are with the good and the bad. Or the not so good, or I don't know how you want to put it. You know, I don't like the word good and bad. It's just like the things we want and the things we don't want so much. Mm. They're all equal to me. You know, they all have, they all need their space. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I'd love That's for different. you to, yeah. And I, I'd love for you to kind of tell people a little bit about your journey on, you know, because you come from a very different background to what you do now. So I, I'd love for you to kind of dive a little bit into where were you like, I don't know how long ago that is actually even, but and, and where are you now? Because it's it's very, very different and it's to me very authentic. And there's little nuggets in there that I think people would absolutely enjoy hearing. Um, well, I come from a very um normal family actually my my father was a was in hr my mom was a secretary i grew up with a younger sister which uh, who i was quarreling a lot with so we didn't get along much as children now it's 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 gotten a lot better uh, my, my father was an alcoholic um, a functioning one a high function one but still an alcoholic and um, very difficult to deal with on a psychological level so that kind of imprinted me in in a very unique way like hearing for years and years that you are nothing and you're not going to be anybody anytime so but it also um, 
this also brought me on my journey, if you want to put it this way, because I realized I'm not my father, you know, mm. I'm just my own, well, I'm my own human being, my own human self, and uh, I can decide what I want to do with my life. And I went to Italy, I went to Maui, I was in hotel management, actually, you know, I did my, <laughs> did my high school and all the, the stuff. And then I went to yeah Italy and Maui, and I was on on the path to being a hotel director, and then I wanted to be a spa director, and just into this whole career thing. And um, then I had a really really bad car accident on Maui. Actually, a drunk driver. She was high on drugs and alcohol. Um, bumped into me. <laughs> And uh, which, well, they had to, to get me to cut me out of the car, actually, with a shattered leg. And it took me two years to get back to almost normal, to walk again and to just be able to move around the way I was before. But it was also, it also this accident was uh, a blessing in disguise. You know, it set me up on a really, really beautiful healing journey because I realized that I was doing a lot of stuff, not for myself, but to show my dad that I was worth it you know, and that I can do it. And I did things I that don't really match with me, you know. Mm. The management stuff was good and I would have been happy doing it, you know, but I'm much happier doing what I do right now because it gives me a lot more freedom and a lot more um, satisfaction even because I help people. I, I can help or facilitate healing or just give impulses on a whole different level. And this all started actually with this accident, you know, and I, which, which is good. It made me realize that, Hey, I have to take matters in my own hands and just do my own healing because the doctors told me, you're never going to be able to walk again. You're never going to be able to bend your knee again. And, and, but there was this, this part of me that always said, uh, no, I don't think you're right. <laughs> I'm just going to do it my way. And then mm -hmm. it, and this brought me into all, all kinds of healing modalities. I tried, you know, I did all the physiotherapy and all the, the physical stuff. And I realized this is not enough. There is much more to healing. So I got into Reiki, which I don't practice anymore. I got into shamanic healing, which I don't practice anymore. <laughs> and then I got into angel work. And this uh, felt like home to me. And it was like, oh my God, this is what I did as a child. This is... This is the realms I connected with as a child, and it felt really like home. And I started doing a lot of energy work and started to work on all my stuff and my childhood things and all my <laughs> ancestral uh, whatever, you know, challenges. So I did healing on all levels and people started coming. Can you do the same for, for me? And can you help me here and there? And uh, I did this for a few years and then I realized, you know, just the, the energetics is not enough. The body needs to be incorporated too. Mm. And since I was on Maui and I was, you know, I had the right people around me. So I started doing Lomi. I had my first course with a beautiful uh, woman, a German woman actually, who lived on Maui for over 30 years. And I did this course, this workshop, and it's like, oh my God, this is it. There I can... Everything comes together, you know, I can, I can work on the body, but also on the energy body. I can do everything that needs to be done. And from there it all started and you know, it, it grows and I, it develops and it expands, uh, all the time, mm -hmm. especially right now.
<laughs> yeah. Do you want to do you want to tell people maybe a little bit because uh, not I, I find that over here not a lot of people are actually familiar with Lomi. Um, yeah, which you and I know. Like, I mean, once you've had Lomi, you can't go back. Like, I just can't go back. Um, <laughs> you know. So, but I, I, you know, maybe just give them a little bit of idea what it is because it, it's yeah. I always struggle kind of explaining what it is. I just yeah. Um, I always put it pretty short when I explain it to people. For me, it's just in a very short explanation. It's holistic body work. Mm. It's and it starts on on different levels, and mostly we start on the physical level with mm-hmm. just touch and a full body massage with hands and forearms and elbows, in a very flowing way, uh, where we can just reconnect body, mind, and soul. We can bring you into your center again. We can ground it, this work can ground you and open you up for other you know, for everything else, for the universe. And you are just in between, in your middle and your center. And this work helps facilitate that or bring you into this state of being or help, you know, helps to bring you there. So that's what it is for me. Yeah, and it is. Correct me, I mean, or add to it, I don't know. (laughs) I always kind of describe it just, you know, like I I just, it's for me, it feels so nourishing and and maybe that's what it is, right? It's the the access to the other kind of other kind of parts. But I always just describe it as a gigantic hug. Like just, it feels like, you know, enveloped in, because I know you, I know that your practice has taken a whole on a different level once you started incorporating everything into it and owning truly who you are and all of the bits and I'd love for you to dive into that because I think for me that is really in line with living authentically because that means owning all the parts of ourselves and not just the ones that we think may be acceptable for society exactly and that's what I thought when I started my practice I just figured from experience that the spiritual side of this work is not wanted, is not desired. And people take me for, excuse the expression, a nutcase or whatever, because that's the experience I had as a child, as an adolescent, and even as a young woman. You know, people are like, oh, how, 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 how can you do this? Because I was always connected and I went my own way. I took my own decisions. And a lot of people didn't understand why I was doing certain, certain things, you know, mm-hmm. and um, that I just had access to other energies now yeah, let's put it this way mm. so i started when i started my my lonely practice i focused solely on the body work you know on the massage part of it and the business went okay but something was missing and i could feel that it was missing you know it, it felt like just half of myself for one part of it was in it and uh, it was not really thriving the way i wanted it to be uh, and this up until the point where I realized, you know what, I need to get all in because I'm not only body work, you know, I'm just mm-hmm. much more. I'm a facilitator. I'm a bridge. I, I work, I do a lot of ancestral works, you know, I do a lot of angel work and also star seeds in the f- past few years. Everything is coming through and all the different healing energies and modalities. And um, I needed to incorporate that, you know, just to offer healing on all kinds of levels because that's what I can do. And that's what I want to do. And that's what I love doing, actually. So the first step was building a a really nice website and putting it all on this website. (laughs) And uh, believe it or not, two months later, my practice was full and I'm booked ever since. 
So this is just what ne what people needed, I guess, or the world needed. I don't I don't know. And what you give out, you attract. You know. Mm -hmm. And the, I just gave out me, the whole me, and people felt attracted to it. So I guess that's how it works. Yeah, I wonder. Is there like was there moments when you certainly kind of realized, okay, well, I like I really have to be all in in order, you know, for me to show up. Was there any resistance internally or externally that you've kind of faced? Oh, yes, there was internally. Externally, not. <laughs> Tell us about that because that's what I'm interested in, right? Because that's what is what that that's the thing that we don't usually we shy away from and we try to hide and not overcome in order to live our truth and itself. So I just felt there was something blocking me. And I also felt it's blocking me and it's not make it's not allowing me to expand the way I wanted to. I want I always wanted to be free and um, and free flowing. And I could feel in my body and in my whole being this this is not free flow. So I dove deeper. I said, why is this? And I talked to my ancestors and uh, my guides, and it led me to a few situations in former lives where I was um, a healer, I was burned at the stake and whatever, you know, <laughs> persecuted. And this was still stuck in my system. So um, I worked with a very lovely friend of mine on this, and we just got it out of my system. And that day, I just put myself in front of the curtain, you know, instead of behind. <laughs> and she said, you know what, imagine yourself uh, on a stage and open the curtain. And that's what I do. And this is also a practice that helped me just imagine myself on the stage and opening the curtain and I'm in front of the curtain and not behind. <laughs> and I love that analogy. That is, and that visualization, because it is kind of right. It's it's so easy to hide in the background. It's so easy to kind of you know, out of that fear of persecution. And you know, a lot of the healers and you know stars like star seeds and light workers out there. I think we deal with that because it is kind of in our DNA. And um, I don't know. People may not agree with that, and you know, but like, but I, yeah, it's like like you and I can feel it in our bodies. I can literally feel it in my body, and it's it's it holds us back. And I think you know, finding ways to kind of undo that to really live ourselves, and to even realize, oh, that may not be even well, it may be ancestral, so it may not even be mine, or it is a kind of past life thing that is. Is mind blowing because a lot of the times before I had access to that, I was like, "Oh, that I didn't even know that that possibility existed." Right? Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. So um, I wonder, going back to, I want to go back actually to your accident. Um, I want to like go go in a little bit deeper because I feel like that was a really big turning moment for you to really start looking at. Hold on a second. This. Like this life I'm leading is actually for my dad rather than for myself. And I I wonder, obviously you've been then on a healing journey. What was the thing that helped you most to kind of connect with and realize this isn't what I want? And then start on the journey of, well, what do I actually want to figure that out? Well, I was working like management shifts. I was in housekeeping. I was in housekeeping manager something I really didn't enjoy. 
you know, when you get into a, a new hotel or, you know, into a luxury thing, they let you go through all the different departments. So you learn, you know, the, the scopes and learn how this works. And then I ended up in housekeeping for six months. And, and uh, when I told my mom on the phone, she was laughing her ass off. She said, oh, my God, this is this is the best. She said, they're going to do what I never accomplished with you. <laughs> because <laughs> I never was really orderly or whatever. My, my, my room was always chaotic. You know, I had a stack of books here and clothes <laughs> there and, and blankets everywhere. And... <laughs> And which I liked it, you know, it's like creative chaos. <clears throat> I'm much better now because I have a husband who is very neat and, and we kind of have the two come together in a way, <laughs> which is good for me and good for him too. So uh, we found an agreement, um, but I always could feel that it's not the right fit for me, but I was so caught up in work and I wanted to be on Maui because this was where I really needed to be. Uh -huh. And I knew because um, before I came to Maui, I had a dream. I was working uh, for read exhibition companies. You know, I was just working a, a co corporate lifestyle. And I woke up one morning with a dream uh, in my mind of going to Hawaii. And I knew in my guts that I needed to go there and not just vacation. I needed to live there. And there was just, I had the feeling something is waiting for me there. So I started talking to people because I figured, oh my God, how am I going to do this? You know? Right. Yeah. And I started talking to people and I, I met a guy who was in my choir. I was back then. And he said, you know what? I know the mother of the general manager of the Four Seasons Hotel in Maui. I can hook you up with his contact. So that's what I did. And four months later, I was in Hawaii, you know? <laughs> yeah. So I knew the place was right. Mm. And everything else just wasn't fitting. And I realized, um, I don't know when I realized, it just came naturally, I guess. This accident, it jolted me out of of the, the routine, the usual, you know. It just set me on a different path without me doing a lot of stuff. It just did. It just put me out of this old life and, you know, <laughs> threw me into the new one. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, and I think sometimes I think we need those moments and, you know, we have an opportunity. I think same with the pandemic, actually, I think we've a lot of people have had the opportunity to kind of look at, well, is that actually the life that I want to lead or not? And, and it doesn't mean that we have to take that. Sometimes, you know, for people, I think like you and I are we're like, there's no choice. There is just no other way of doing it. There's no other way. You're right. That's it. But, you know, I think sometimes, and I see it now, actually, in a lot of people go back to their their ways and they, they tend to forget that they've had these little aha moments, that they had the opportunity to fundamentally change their lives and, and make it happier, kind of more fulfilled or authentic one. Um, and I think it's out of out of fear of, of rattling and kind of, changing and out of fear of uncertainty and kind of like uprooting everything. Do you find that? Do you see that in, in your surroundings at the moment or? Oh, totally. I see them at practice every day, you know, and people are, there's a lot of fear in the collective and a lot of fear going around, fear about different things, but also a lot of fear of just showing up who you are, you know, mm. showing up in your authentic self, you know, and just having the courage to change a job or a relationship just to, yeah, be more yourself. 
people are very pressed into their routines and their things you have to do, you know, uh, instead of connected with their heart. And now they need to do that in order to move forward, you know. So what do you tell your clients, say to these people that come to you that are like, you can clearly see where they need to go. And, you know, they deep down know it, but they just they're they're just paralyzed by fear. Like, how do you guide them to to be more authentic? Um, how do I guide them? I don't guide them. I let my guides <laughs> take care of them. <laughs> <laughs> just, you just get out of the way. Just, I, just, I just, basically, that's what I do. I just get out of the way, you know? I just hold space. I'm a space holder. I'm not yeah. more, not less. I'm just a, a, a space holder. And people start realizing on their own that they need to change you know sometimes a little a little nudge a little push or the right sentence or the right affirmation or whatever and a lot of times it's uh easier for them or it 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 makes things easier when you heal when you start healing your stuff you know when you look into your ancestral um issues your childhood imprints whatever you know it and so they step by step, they get closer to who they really are. And then step by step, they find the courage to live that a little more, you know, and to show that a little more. Mm. But, yeah, I always say it's an onion, right, Dina? You have to kind of peel back the layers and stuff like that. And like once you, for me, I think there's never an end. I don't think there's ever an end because you can always, you know, show up even more authentic in this moment in time. And we're always faced with different situations where we have an opportunity to kind of say, ooh, am I my sovereign self in this moment or how can I be my more sovereign self in this moment of time, you know? (laughs) Yeah, I agree with you. Um, And I mean, I've been doing this healing work for 15, 20 years. I started with myself. I started 20 years ago, you know, or even longer. And uh, back then, it was really difficult to get rid of certain imprints or traumas or whatever. You know, it took weeks and months at a time to just to move that out of your system. And now it's like a snip of a finger, you know, or just a blink of an eye. You just need to look at the at the issue. And the moment you look at it and you shine light on it, it dissolves. Mm-hmm. If, you, if you're open to that possibility, you know, and more and more people are open to that possibility. And I always say, do you want it gone? And when they say yes, it's gone. You know, mm. we just have to say yes to healing, to opening and to help actually, you know, we don't have to do everything by ourselves. We have so much help all around us. Mm. And that's what I like about my work because I have people standing in my studio and with problems, I don't know what to do with them, honestly. Mm. It's like, and I tell them, you know, at the moment, I have no clue what to what to tell you or where to begin. And, but let's ask, you know, and let's see where this journey takes us. And there's always an answer and there's always the first step. And when you take that first step, it leads you to other steps and other, other things and discoveries. And it's always important just to take that first step. And once you do that, you take that step. It works with you, you know, it's easier and you can just go in the flow and trust the universe and trust, yeah, the universe and your guides and yourself, your soul, that it brings you into the right situations and the right experiences and the right people. Mm. So like, I wonder, um, 
you have that kind of like deep connection to your guys, to your ancestors and stuff. Is there, because, you know, I think it's, a, it's an important kind of connection that we all should have. Like, we all actually do have. We just need to tap into it. Um, exactly. And I wonder, do you have any kind of help and tics, tips or tricks and tools to help people get started? Mm-hmm. Like, if that, that's the route they want to go or if, if there's any other tips and tricks to kind of get started on that first step? Ask. It's yeah. simple as that. Just ask. And... If you're standing in the room alone, just put it out in this in this room and say, "Hey, angels, hey, guides, whoever is listening, help me. I need to. I want to move forward and bring me the situations or bring bring me what I need. And then and then just um, go into receiving mode, yeah. And then receive, and then um, be open to receive in all kinds of um, on all kinds of levels. You know, in all kinds of ways. You know." It can be a dog barking, I don't know, <laughs> or <laughs> something as simple as that. Or you see the title of a book and there you have the answer you were looking for. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Or you meet somebody who can put you on that path or who knows somebody who knows a guy or a girl or a woman who can help with that specific matter, you know? Mm-hmm. Like I was with this guy from the choir who said, oh, I know the woman, I know the mother of the channel manager. Yeah. Just ask, put it out there, and the universe will bring it to you. And align yourself as much as you uh, can with that uh, vibration, you know, just feel it's already happened. And the mm. universe will bring everything to you. <laughs> right? It's it's magic, you know. Once you tap into this and you just go with the flow and you trust that the universe will bring whatever is needed, it will deliver. I mm. guarantee you. It's that trust bit, right? That we have a lot of problem with because it's the it's the surrender bit, it's the trust bit of like, okay, that is gonna work out and stuff like that. Is there any area of your life at the moment that you're maybe not necessarily been living, or it could be, or feel like you could be living more authentically, or kind of be more yourself? Is there any kind of conflict area where you're kind of like, oh, I could probably be a little bit more, like show up a little bit more? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, well, I guess yes. There's always an area. Well, at the moment, I'm uh, I'm pretty challenged with the school system here. You know, I have a ten year old, and uh, with all the measures, the COVID measures going on here in Austria, it was uh, for me it was brutal to watch. You know, and and uh, and I felt helpless. I really didn't know what to do, and how can I es- escape that? You know, other than homeschool her or. I had kids on the table. I mean, I, I never really had kids the past few years. I had a kid here and there when, you know, where they had a soccer accident or whatever. Right. And the past two years, they brought me these teenagers from 11 to 17, and they were all in a totally, they were either in total depression or in total anger or both or cutting themselves or eating disorders which they never had before, you know, and it made me so angry because I didn't know what to do. You know, I, I, I couldn't change this whole system. I could only work one at a time and just put my energy into this. Mm. But, uh, and I still kind of feel helpless once in a while with all these systems. And I know they're crashing down. They come crumbling down. I see it, you know, <laughs> I'm still in them in a way, you know? Yeah. And the school system, for example, is one system I don't know. I still don't know how to work with it. You know, it's like it, it's making me mad and helpless and cool. Yeah. 
So yeah, that's an area I don't know what to do. I can only trust that my daughter is, you know, going. I mean, she's she's a she's a great kid, and she's she's very smart, and uh, I can only give her a different um, experience at home, you know, and just be very open with everything and explain to her, you know. So that's all I can do. But I have have to put her in the system, and she wanted to because she's mm-hmm. gonna very creative school she loves and it's 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 all good she started a new school it's all good but still you know it's like i see so many things that don't work and you know and i see this is our future and this is how we treat our future so yeah makes me add in helpless and you know and and then looking at kind of there's there's an amazing school here in ireland actually um where the kids set their own their own um schedule and their own kind of agenda of what they want to learn and that is very radical but at the same time I actually if I like I don't have children so but if I had I mean I'd I'd try everything to kind of like get them you know into this and I think it needs to be a lot more out there to kind of hone the gifts that we have because I think that's 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 for me what the school system does it actually beats out of you your authenticity it beats out of you who you are and kind of like you know puts you into the box so yeah I I hear you on that and I think I think it needs to be looked at in terms of how can we teach the children to that there you may not be good in math but you like you may be really creative and and that's equally valued exactly and I can only offer that at home you know Mm. I can offer her that freedom at home and her friends and, and give her a different perspective than school, you know, because see, they put people in the box and they don't let them out, you know? <laughs> in a yeah, because it's, you know, set up by society so that, you know, it's, it's the, the whole system is set up to, it, it used to be like, oh, if you have a school education, you know, you'll get a job. And, and now it's like you need a PhD to even kind of comprehend getting a job. But then I also see the whole other side of it where the online world and the, like all this has started to create this whole movement of like the millennials or like they just create their own jobs. And, you know, I, I do see that, you know, whereas like, yes. I'm not doing nine to five. Thank you very much. Like I'm doing my own thing, you know, which is beautiful to see. But I wish it was the society would kind of shift and kind of see well, you're you're a talented artist. Well, go do that because you can be successful and you can be financially secure and you can be celebrated for all of that rather than the starving artist or a healer, right? Because that's that has similar kind of connotations with that. Um, and I I think it's helping that to bring out who you are and and celebrating all of that rather than. Oh well, you're not good in math, so you like you really you're not good enough. Or let's, let's just focus on the stuff you can do. You know, try to try to survive in math and just celebrate the rest. You know, just take the focus off, shift your focus. You know, that's that's all we need to do, and that's all something I always tell my clients too. Just shift your focus if you want to have change in your life. You need to shift your focus. Mm. Where do you want to be? Who do you want to be? Do you are you focusing on that? Or are you focusing on the on the old stuff, the bad stuff? You know, right. and stuff you can't get you know, apparently can't get out of. You know, you can't. Right. Yeah, just shift your focus. You know, and mm. let the magic unfold. 
Yeah. Before we go, I wonder, look, we've already touched on kind of what piece of advice you're going to give, right? It's like, that's ask. But what's calling you in this moment right now? Like, what's calling Andrea in this moment in time? Where do you want to go? Where do I want to go? Mm -hmm. I want to expand much, much more. You know, I just tapped into all these um, starseed energies the last couple of years, and I've been getting in contact with all these uh, entities and energies. And I feel like there's a whole new world out there, even bigger than I can imagine right now, you know, because every day, every week, every month, there is a new discovery and there's new stuff coming through I've never heard of, you know. So I want to just move forward on that path. This Because this is what makes me happy, what makes me smile and just what makes me feel what the magic that's in there, you know, despite all the political stuff and the upheaval that's in, in, in the world, you know, this is just so old. I don't want to even spend time with that anymore. It's not possible. <laughs> and, you know, we need to be a little conscious about that and we need to see what's going on in the world in order to shift it and to transform it. But still, my focus is on the new, you know, and mm. there's so much more coming at us and to us and I'm so curious and so excited to open up more and more you know because I feel there's much more I want to dive even deeper and deeper because I know in my guts that there is yeah so much more and I just want to unlock that for me not amazing weeks months years to come I don't know <laughs> where can people find you because you're obviously in Austria um, so where can people find you? Can they connect with you online or? Uh, you can connect with me online, uh, over the phone, you can come see me. I live in Talgau, which is 20 minutes from Salzburg in Austria. I have my practice here in my, um, house actually, where I live uh, here. I also have a, a big room where I do my, my workshops, my meditation workshops, uh, and, um, all kinds of Hawaiian healing evenings and and things. So I'm in the Salzburg area. I also work over Zoom, not that much because I always wanted to incorporate the body, you know, mm -hmm. but in, of course, during the pandemic, I did Zoom sessions too. And then the more I work energetically or with the starseed energy or angelic energy, whatever you want to call it, of, of course, it's possible online and it's, it's just, just the same, but I love to connect with people eye to eye but we had eye to eye so it's okay <laughs> <laughs> yeah but in person is always it in is person always. is always is always better exactly. yeah <laughs> well thank you so much for coming it was such a pleasure and you know it's yeah it's always a pleasure to talk to you so thank you thank you christine thank you thank you for listening to another episode of unlock your magic if you like this episode make sure to head over to apple podcasts spotify or wherever you listen to your podcast to subscribe, rate, or leave us a review. These small actions help us immensely since we are an independent podcast without any sponsorship. See you next time.